right, welcome back to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We have a great food for thought episode for you today, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We have a food for thought episode. Uh, welcome, welcome back, uh, Sean Tron Thornton. How you doing, buddy? What's up, Matt Mother Uggin Esquire? Where <laughs> Esquire? Oh uh, yeah, that a nice. What time. is what is what is Mother? I don't know if I want to swear right away. It's so early, but Mother Frickin. Where does that come from? Yeah, Mother Frickin Esquire. Where does it? Is that a rapper? I, no. Oh, I don't know. Um, I I used I used to be people used to call me that back in uh, back in the day in football. Matt Mother yeah. F and where, like, and that and that oh, was just that. like it was it was just one of those things. Like, yeah, <laughs> they and it could go both ways. It could be like they were pissed at me, or they could be they could be like give me props. But yeah, it just like you well, said. Don't look up motherfucking Esquire. Yeah. By the way, whoa. <laughs> I will not look that up. <laughs> Jeez, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I saw. Okay, okay. Listen, I, we're going to go down a road here, but I saw a, a comedian the other day, and he goes, "You know, I asked, or what did he say?" He goes, "I was I was taking a walk, and uh, my neighbor stopped me, and he goes, he goes, hey, hey, come here.'" And he's like, "I'm new to the neighborhood," and he goes, "Hey, do you what do you think the word motherfucker means? Like, where did that come from?" <laughs> And like, and he goes down this huge bit about like where where he thinks it came from, and dude, it goes down a pretty gnarly path. I'll, I'll save it for yeah. just look up that where that origin comes from, and that that uh, comedian yeah. will probably pop up. But oh boy, it, it was like because uh, it goes down. He goes, well, why don't why don't we say? Oh no, I can't, I can't. Never mind. We'll, we'll talk about it off the air. It's it's too raunchy. I can't do. That's it. funny. Yeah. Have you ever seen the documentary The Aristocrats? Oh it's boy, I a, have. It's been a long time though. A yeah, like time. it's the comedians. It's the comedians. Yeah. yeah, about the dirty joke. Yes, you know that. How do you tell it without offending, or how do you tell it without being cared that mm-hmm. you're going to tell a dirty joke? Yep. And how dirty is your? And remember, Bob Saget was in it. And Perfect. if you didn't know Bob Saget because of the full house years and yeah. suddenly in like 2001, a documentary comes out and he's actually like the most vulgar person yep. in the documentary. You're kind of like, what? Full house. I remember he that. He was like the, yeah. the white dad. I remember that being a thing. Everybody's like, oh, Bob Saget's so cool now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the, the guy from Full House. And, and then I saw his stand up and I was like, oh, <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that that movie um, that was a great movie, and yes, I think that's what was the explosion of Bob Saget. But I'm not a comedian, and so I don't feel like I can tell a dirty dirty joke properly. Oh no, I, I think yeah, it takes no, an I mean, art. I can. Oh, yeah, you're gonna tell a dirty joke to only somebody that you're close to. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yes, that and, like uh, yeah. I know that this person won't judge me. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And, uh, but yeah, look that one up. And, but the aristocrats, that, oh man, that was such a good movie. I remember coming out of that being like, wow, my mind was kind of blown. Um, I kind of liked the way it was put together and all that stuff. Uh, 
I got a question for you. Yeah. As far as like entertainment, like how many, what kind of, how often do you watch a documentary? As often as I possibly can. Um, I'm the only one in my house that watches it. So it generally happens after like if the kids and Alana go to bed early or whatever, I'll stay up and I'll find one. Um, I really enjoy them. And I, I, I love them. When I first started watching them, I first started watching documentaries on things that I was really, really interested about, like, you know, history. Like, I love, I love World War II documentaries. Anything about, mm, like, yeah. Hitler or yeah. all, all that, everything that happened back there and how massive it was. The Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, that, those are what got me mm-hmm. into documentaries. Um, but then I started watching just the most random documentaries about things I didn't know. And I love them. I think they're they're educational. They're conspiracies. They're mm-hmm. they they get me going <laughs> in a way. I think they kind of like replace. Like I don't read that much, right? So like replaces my like the reading aspect, you know. Yeah. And it also like yeah puts you in worlds you never thought you would learn about, right? And it could be about anything. Like I watched one about cane toads. That, and then I've, there, it's just like anything. And then like things that are really great is like, oh, this person spent a lot of time with something for like seven years. Sign me up. Right. You're going to learn a bunch of stuff. You're going to learn a ton of stuff. I, I mean, like one of the, go ahead. I was going to say the, uh, most recently, Alana does not like him. Right. And so I was like, we're sitting down. I think it was about two months ago. I was like, Hey, let's watch this documentary about mushrooms. And, I was interested oh, I in one. Yeah, you watched that one. Yeah. And uh, I was like, ooh, I want to watch this. I kind of I like the idea of learning about the psychedelic and like the, the culinary mm-hmm. aspect and everything. But it was so much more than that. And the, the detail it went into about the mushrooms and like how they grow under the ground was so fascinating. And she even mm-hmm. walked away from that being like, that was, that was one of the coolest things I've watched in a long, long time. I think there's like, I think most people leave a documentary like that, it's the initial hurdle of like, okay, I'm going to watch something that doesn't like strike you maybe right away. You know, like it might be a small start, like, Oh, I'm going into something I know nothing about. And that's a bit of a leap. And I understand the hesitation on that. But what I was going to say earlier is that something where you spend a lot of time, it's like hoop dreams. Have you ever seen hoop dreams? Yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. I think it's maybe some of the best film of all time. And it's, I, it's never not great, and it's this period of time to watch these kids try to be basketball players, and it's heart wrenching, and it's real, mm-hmm. and it's raw, mm-hmm. and it's and what's amazing about this, it's just the life in time over. It's also a three hour movie. It is genius. genius. It really is genius, and like it's like education through entertainment. Which you're, I'm the same way. I'm not, I'm not a big reader, and I've always, always aspired to be a reader and I've tried to read. <laughs> it's not that I can't read. Um, I can definitely yeah. read. Uh, I am literate mm-hmm. and all that, but like, I just have a hard time with words keeping my attention. And I don't know if that's because of an imagination thing or not, but, um, I really enjoy the entertainment value of learning things. Um, mm-hmm. okay. Here's an off the wall question about what, uh, an, an opinion. Do you think faces of death was a documentary? Oh wow! Did you watch that a long time ago? It's old yeah. school, 
Real yeah. everybody I mean, going through school. Our, yeah. yeah, we're forty. Yeah. We're, uh, we're forty over here. <laughs> yeah, half the people are just like, even old. Faces of what? Uh, yeah, I think it's it was. a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Anyways, <laughs> it's stuck in there forever. Yes. Uh, so I've seen supposedly the first documentary of all time, oh. which is Nanook of the North, and what? it is. Someone, this filmmaker goes in northern Canada, uh-huh. Canada, and meets Nanook and the family of Inuit, and oh, really uh, follows them. It's a silent film. Um, I love it. You watch them survive, uh, navigate, hunt, eat, and I'm torn on a scene that I'm still torn on is. The filmmaker plays a record uh, from like a non-electronic one. You know, I don't know what those are called, phonogram or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watches you watch them hear music. Oh my! But you don't have the music. Okay. Like you don't have you don't have sound. It's silent. Yeah. It's silent film. And oh, dude, where do you where did you find this? Like, is it on a platform or is it something that we can go out to the library and get or whatever? It's 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 probably Criterion Collection at this point. Nanak of the North is nineteen twenty two. Um you can rent it on Amazon okay, probably. Cool. cool. Um it is awesome. I, I can't it's there's some there's some pretty wild stuff. There is a, a scene of them getting out of a canoe mm-hmm. and it's just like a canoe where it's like I get more like a kayak, there's like one place to sit. And then the main guy, Nana, gets out the, the, you know, the, and then just more and more children start crawling out of the canoe and you don't see them. <laughs> and you know, it's like, it's like a 12 person family. Oh, and it's wow. so impressive. And what's incredible is there's so much like joy and happiness from Nana and the family. Right. And I'm, I'm just, it's, it's a pretty incredible thing. Um, so I watched it because of just like film interest and some school stuff that I did. Is this where is did this lead you to uh, that Inuit was it Inuit? Inuit I may be saying that wrong. Inuit Inuit music yeah. that you shared with me that one time. Um, I wouldn't say. Is I there guess a parallel line of, there? Yeah, there's a parallel line of like. Uh, I'm interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> so for anybody out there that doesn't know what I'm talking about, Sean sh- uh, shared some uh, t- a style of music with me. I I generally like horror films. Um, I'll watch them. Yeah, I get a little scared every yeah. now and then. This music scared me. Yeah. I was in my car and it freaked me out. And I'm like, right? It's but it's I still throat singing. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a practice where you're singing from your throat. It's guttural. Yes. You know, and it's like got wild pitches and stuff. It's crazy. Uh, I will share the album cover on Max Effort Kitchen, you know, since I can't put music on here. So um, I'll go ahead and uh, go. I'll do that uh, because I think anybody out there that's interested in listening to this, you definitely should. Hey, I, I got one for you. Okay. See you next. <laughs> Tell me about those blueberry pancakes. Yeah. Okay. You put water in them. Listen, I, like, I do cold, cold. Okay, usually I do ice water. Okay. And yeah. that, that was my own mix that I made. And I just, I'll make a big batch of it and then I'll keep it in a bag and then I'll scoop out just like the stuff you buy at the store. Are, right? 
Is that, are you using dry? Are you using like dry milk to put in there yeah. or anything? Oh, yeah. Or dried yeah, buttermilk? Yeah, yeah there's okay. dried milk. In okay. And I don't okay. use but dried milk. I use dried milk. Um, and yeah. So uh, I, I generally there's there's two things that I didn't show in this video, which was the melting of the butter in in the batter. I melt butter and pour it in the batter. I yeah, didn't show yeah. that because um, I wanted it to be very simple and basic and just let it, people mm -hmm. know that like, hey, you could probably do this with a mix you buy from the store too. And I wanted that to be kind of, it, it's a, like, and if you read it, it was like the simple life, the simple pancakes. Um, mm -hmm. But there was some very key elements to what I was doing there, which were the way I put the blueberries on, which everybody, Perfect. a lot of, I think a, a lot of people will put the blueberries or the chocolate chips or whatever in the batter and mix it up. But that just, then they all fall to the bottom. You never get them. And so you're also always supposed to put and them on top, right? Messes with the color too. Yeah, you exactly. want to like maintain the color of the pancake Yes. with the joy of a warm blueberry. Yeah. Uh, you know? number two thing is I cooked it on a cast iron pan and I believe yeah. a cast iron pancake is different than a pancake you will cook anywhere else. And, um, that is because of the heat, re re uh, re retained the retained heat that happens yeah. in, in a cast iron pan. And it's, and it's uniform all the way around. Now, the third thing I did was I took a, a whole stick of butter and rubbed it down right before I poured, poured the batter in. And that creates the crispy edge around the pancake, mm -hmm. which I think is, mm -hmm. well, it's my favorite part of a pancake. Yeah. So that, I, you know, I did some. Uh, elevated things, but I wanted to keep it looking simple. Yeah, that's fine. I was like, yeah. I, know. I was like, what, are you, what yeah. do you make? But we may, I make pancake swabs all the time, and I don't even eat them really. It's just my kids. <laughs> but one, the thing that I've been doing is separating the egg white uh -huh. and yolk, mm -hmm. and then pouring the warm melted butter into the yolks. Oh. whisking that up because then when you put it into the batter it doesn't coagulate as like it doesn't like harden and like yeah you know like i don't know if it's coagulated but it, like it stays thinner mm -hmm. so it doesn't just like have these hard spots of cool but of butter yeah and i've noticed it like more equilibrium and then also the egg whites you put that with the with the buttermilk and you mix those together the other thing i tried on waffles is i like whip the egg whites aggressively yeah. yeah and then put that in in the final end and that really like that kind of like brought the waffle all together mm -hmm. and it didn't like make it too dense yeah it was it, yeah I, that's a good technique if you want to add volume to it without being like bread basically yeah that was yeah. really and there's a technical uh term for what you did and I, you know this term it's called tempering but it's putting yeah, the hot yeah. butter in, in a colder liquid to get it all up to mm -hmm. temp so you don't make scrambled eggs and you don't separate the butter. Yeah. It, that, that's a pro move right there, dude. And you know that, but I'm just for, – for the people out there. <laughs> um, but that, that you know, <laughs> blueberry pancakes. I, okay, so over the weekend, I got like seven or eight pints of blueberries just given to me. And so I, I took them. I brought them home. I put them all on a sheet pans and I froze them and then took them, put them back into containers so they wouldn't all freeze together. But, um, I, it's my mission to cook with them for the next like two weeks, basically. So I'm just gonna be making some fun stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love blueberries. Love blueberries. <laughs> Wild blueberries, little tiny ones. Love those. Oh yeah. They're so sweet. Uh, what did you eat for dinner, Sean? 
uh, motherfucking taco salad. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Oh, nice. That's a, that's a, that taco salad is a keeper. That's all I'm going to say. It is a keeper because uh, why not? Right. Um, it's easy. It's I love easy it too. Steffi like bought like a can of refried beans too, which I probably haven't had in years. It worked. Shredded lettuce, shredded, shredded. My boy Looper yep. showing me how to do it. There it is. Um, fried some, uh, not fried. I grilled some chicken breast outside that we had. That made it pretty nice. Tomatoes, guacamole, cheddar cheese, taco shells. Okay, let me great. let me ask Luden you. Luna ate taco shell and lettuce and loved it. There, that's it. I got a story to relate to that here in a second. Uh, but did you eat it in the like the taco bowl or the the shell bowl? No, we we couldn't find them anywhere, so we yeah. just like bought tacos and kind of made it like a taco salad. Man, you should have. Uh, you should, no, nah, never mind. No, you shouldn't have done that. I was gonna say take a tortilla and just like mold it onto like a uh, some like a, a measuring cup and, oh, then, yeah. and deep fry it real quick to get it all crunchy. That's fun. Then That's you fun go to into like we were talking about doing something like that, and I was like, "Well, we go from like twenty minutes to like." <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so we to relate to your uh, your story about Luden, we go to the beach over the weekend, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw shade on this restaurant group, but it's just not my favorite. Uh, we we stopped at McMinimins and I'm I, oh, I'm I'm not a fan of it. Shade, but, yeah, shade. <laughs> Lots of stories to come from that. But uh, Jackson goes, Dad, I, I want to try, try a burger. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. We'll get a kid's burger. And I'm, I'm really big on letting them order for themselves when the waitress comes up or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and so she came up, and he gets there, and he goes, okay, um, I, want, I want the kid's burger, um, but could you leave off the burger and just put lettuce on it? <laughs> and I look at him, and I was like, What? No, 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 no. Keep the burger on there. And he goes, no, dad, I don't want the burger. I go put the burger on the side. <laughs> but it was like, and he just sat there and ate a bun with lettuce and loved it. Yeah. I'm like, what yeah. is happening? It's called a wish sandwich. What? Uh, so there's, this it's is a, a thing. Yeah. It's oh, a wish sandwich. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Oh. In and out. It's a secret menu on in and out. Wow. I did not Where it's know just this. Get, well, there they do tomato and lettuce, and Luden once ate that. But somehow, like I was like, "Oh, cool, we got something." He'll eat a tomato lettuce sandwich, and then out of nowhere, one day, it's like that's too wet for me. So now he just eats lettuce, lettuce. and bread. Wow. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I don't know. Uh, as for all right, this is my theory. Okay. And I want to know if it relates to okay. your son. I think it's them trying to control something in their lives. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, like they'll just put their blinders on and be like, no, nah, I'm going to control this. You can't, you can't, you yeah. can't control this. I think there's an aspect of that for sure. Because he, you know, especially I, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to be very probably sexist here, but with boys, they want to be uh, grown up. They want to be men. They want to handle their stuff and all that. And I see that a little bit in Jackson. I mean, he's, he's still young enough that he looks for advice and, and safety and all that. But there's an aspect of him where he's like, no, dad, I can do this. And, but he wants to control the outcome. He wants to make sure that he's the one doing it so he controls it. I get it, dude. Mm-hmm. I get it. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't see the same in Maddie. 
Maddie just wants me to do yeah. everything for her, so. <laughs> well, like Hazel is wants to do, she's been cooking lately. She wants to, she just found other ways, other things that she wanted to control, but it wasn't as big of a deal. But yeah, yeah. she was like, she'll try anything. <clears throat> and I don't, it's a weird, I think it's weird for him to watch everyone do things. Yeah. And then he's just not. I mean, like he was asking me, hey, dad. Because I brought, I put mayonnaise on the table. I'm like, you know what tastes good with tacos? Mayonnaise. <laughs> and it's like, he's like, and we were like saying like, oh, put this. So we're like, he squeezed lime juice on his lettuce and he really liked that. Nice. And, he, and I was, he was like, oh, would you put mayonnaise on it? And he, and I was like, sure, I'll eat, I'll eat watermelon and mayonnaise. Yeah. Why so not? So I did that. You know what? What it tasted like? Tasted like a little moment of tang, and then the wetness of the watermelon took away all the other flavor. Yeah. You know, like... He's watered it down. And then he's like, yeah. try this. And I was like, anything he told me to try on the table, I would put it together and try it. Mm. And I'm just, like, trying to get, like, point, like, this isn't... This doesn't hurt you. No. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, and it, that goes that goes into another topic that, like, um, whenever I whenever I come across somebody that I'm like, here, uh, have you ever had this? No, I don't like that. Okay. Uh, why, wait, what don't you like about it? Oh, I don't know. I've never had it before. I just don't like it. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like people need to, I'm going to judge, I'm going to be judgment here or judgmental, but open up your minds. Like there's nothing that uh, I, for the most part, there's nothing in food that is going to kill you unless you're allergic to it. Um, just try things, just try things, try things. And if you don't, just don't be, don't be weird about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Don't get mad at it. Don't have like a bad, don't shun it. Don't, don't, don't shame don't people for my it. Yum. Like, come on. Don't yuck my, is it? Yeah. Don't yuck my yum. Yeah. I like, uh, I, I use the, uh, don't riff my chill a lot in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, it's... Hey, I'll come around to where you work and slap the dick out of your mouth. Hey! <laughs> oh, boy. I heard a funny quote. That reminded me of a funny quote, but I'll, I'll save it for afterwards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'll say anything. Right, well, no, it's, it's not that it's inappropriate, but it's something that, like, I have a, a, a friend group on uh, Marco Polo, and we one of the guys came on there, and he's uh, he's he was talking about, like, you know, managing younger people. And he goes, you know, you can break your pinky and it'll, it'll, uh, it'll always come back. You know, it'll, that bone will always grow back, but you can't be a pussy and get through life. <laughs> that's that's true. I probably butchered that, but it, you get the point. Like there's just, he, I mean, he works with a select group of, uh, of young people that I'm going to refrain from saying what it is, but uh, he deals with it a lot. And uh, that that quote really hit home. I was like, "Yeah, that's funny." Pinky will always grow back, but you'll always be a pussy if you're a pussy. <laughs> Have you ever seen Major Pain? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I always like. There's a few things from that movie that I live forever, but it's like the guy's like pinkies hurt really bad, and he's like, "Do you want to forget about your pinky? I'll break your leg or something." <laughs> it's like what. Oh, dude, I watched... And then in the movie, he says, I'll be on your ass like white on rice, a paper plate, and a glass of milk in a snowstorm. <laughs> I like that. Glass oh of God. milk in a snowstorm. Um, yeah. I watched some In Living Color the other day. Oh, wow. <laughs> that major pain. As, about... we're, as we're going back into those days. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
There, the comedy, like, wow. Uh, the the uh, jokes and comedy that they were doing, and we hear this about a lot of things back in the day. Oh, it would never mm-hmm. make it right now. But that especially would not make it. But the Oh, I know. I've watched it too, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, the comics that they are They don't there, like some people. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. understand gay people. No, they do no. not. They do not. No. No. Uh, that is very apparent. I watched... Have, whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, that's a great show. So that show. On, H- on Max, HBO Max, they had... There's a modern season of it, 2021. Yeah. I've and it still clips. has Wayne Brady. Yep. And I've there's been a few good, some of her duds, but Wayne Brady, he's great. I just want to. But that's the only thing. Joke that all white women like Wayne Brady. What? Like there isn't a white woman who doesn't like Wayne Brady. Yeah, because he had his own show, the Wayne Brady Show. That's right. It's just chock full of white women. He he just <laughs> was the perfect. He's attractive. He's got a great voice. Oh, he's hilarious. funny. He seems very like he seems very honest. Yeah. Everything about him seems perfect. Yep. I mean, he <laughs> he's a great comedian. Um, that show it, it highlights his comedy really well. I like him. I've never seen him. I don't know if I've ever seen him in any role outside of that. I didn't watch the Wayne. I've Brady seen show. a just. I did just yeah. a bit, and I see it. He did Deal or No Deal. Uh, yeah. When they I, recame, I would. Game shows were not uh, nothing. I really. Uh, watched ever i mean i saw price it is right a but. little price is right i watched that growing up yeah yeah um it's hard when you have like a normal like you don't watch those things when you have a a job yeah <laughs> <laughs> ain't that the truth okay sean i'm, I'm gonna i know i know for a hundred percent through my bones that you have not seen this and you probably don't want to see it and you don't want to hear me say this but i gotta bring it up because I busted through three, all three seasons of Ted Lasso. And if there's ever a show that I want you to actually watch, I don't give a shit if you watch Star Wars. I don't give a shit if you watch any, <laughs> other, show, any other show. There were so many uh, life lesson, one-liners, positivity, like moments, aha moments. The show mm-hmm. itself is kind of put together like a really well-done uh, sitcom. But mm-hmm. they have a way of bringing this levitivity, or levitivity maybe, of emotion to it mm-hmm. that it hits you in every different area. And I've never experienced a show where I've walked away and I was like, that. the acting was not brilliant, mm-hmm. but what they created within the show was brilliant. And the message mm-hmm. that they were sending was absolutely brilliant and the connections of the people and the honesty and oh man like if if it didn't drop so many f-bombs i would have had my kid watch me watch it with me but it is in london and they do say some some pretty colorful words um so we we chose to wait till the kids fell asleep to watch it but um i don't know man if you listen if you need my apple tv login i will give it to you so you can watch this show i don't know (laughs) Like it might throw I feel, you off. Uh, it might, yeah, it might I, throw you off uh, because of the acting, but yeah. I think that it sounds like something I would like. Well, you like soccer. Uh, I don't have Apple TV. Okay, and that's the problem. I will help you with that because um, 
it's interesting. It's really, really interesting, the underlying messages that it's sending. And it came out. I'm getting, like, I know, like, you keep, you talk about a lot. And I was, like, I was really impressed by, like, you listen, you watch it before the game when you won the title. (laughs) Oh, dude. And I was, like, and, I like, as I hear you talk about it, I'm reminded of, like, things that I like that I found to be, like, I like Scrubs a lot. Yeah. I thought that it was so poignant. I felt like it was, like, almost true. Like, it was what it is like to work in close confines with people and befriend yeah. your coworkers. Yeah. Uh, but, like, when I watch it now, it, I get cringe. I'm like, ooh, that's <laughs> not for me anymore. But <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about when yeah. something's just, like, right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've, like, built a bad path, too, because I've, like, said I'll never watch Apple TV. So I'm in a bad spot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. If, <laughs> if you change your mind, let me know. I'll give you my login. But um, uh, you know what else it did? It kind of made me like soccer. Like, yeah, I because you watch so much soccer in there and you learn about it. And like, I had no idea. And it's not that I didn't like I like all sports, um, but I just well, I didn't know anything about soccer. And so it was just like kind of like numbing t- for me to watch soccer. But now mm-hmm. or I would use it as background noise. But now I'm like, I'm kind of interested in it. We went to a Timbers game and I was way I had way more fun then than I did prior mm-hmm. to. And it was. I'm, I'm not going to give it all to Ted Lasso, but like, come on, there's something about that 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 brought back some feels and, whew, it's a good yeah, one. I watched like a doc. I watched a documentary about junior college cheerleaders oh. and the programs. Oh, and okay. I, I started. I don't that. like cheerleading. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Right. I started that. I never finished it though. Mm. I don't like cheerleading. I don't understand it. But like the like. What do we got? We got dedicated people, yeah, teamwork, leadership, camaraderie, hardship. It's like exactly what you want. Right. It's like what what are sports great for? It's great for learning, failing, highs, lows. It's for learning about like you can get bossed around and that's normal. Yeah. Like I kinda like that. There's something about I didn't play football. Yeah. But there's something about the idea of Someone just telling you, no, you're wrong. That's not what you do. Get in line or you won't play. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I kind of like, I kind of like, I'm not, my kids aren't going to play football. Right. Like, I just know it's not going to happen. Yeah. And I play soccer and other things, basketball I play, but they're little, like, I just want to be like, do it right or you're out. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think. Do that- you want to play? Do you want to be great? Yeah. Figure it out. I think that goes along with, with more than just sports, but sports, it's so prevalent. And, you know, for those of you who got there, go out there and say, oh, certain sports aren't sports. Like I hear people say like golf's not a sport. Fuck that. Golf's a sport. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sports, a sport's a sport. And mm-hmm. exactly what you said, it, it teaches you life lessons. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I am the man I am because of the sports I played. And I am the, I have, my life has been designed because of the structure that sports gave me in school. And I, I don't, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, you have to play football to be like, no, dude, go out there. Theater. Okay. Maddie is huge in theater right now. And it is giving her so many different life lessons every day she does. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. there, it doesn't have to be a sport. It can be something of a creative sense. And I think there, there still is that very black and white of what is right and what is wrong, you know? 
you, yeah. you'll learn it. Okay, you'll learn it in construction. Like you can't build a building with certain angles, right? Just ain't going to be right, sound. Right. Um, but with sports, it's a whole different level because when you do it right, you're rewarded. When you do it yeah. right, you can fail. And those are, yeah. those are life lessons that you just don't get anywhere else. I like they said that. You can do it right and you can fail. And you can fail, 100%. Like that's legit yeah. what happens. I was, uh, so after, after the game, um, I was talking, uh, the, the flag football championship game, I was talking to the other coach and him and I, we, we has kind of had a back and forth all season. Like I immediately like was gravitated to this guy and I don't know what it was, but he, he was like super just like laid back and chill and had this good demeanor about him and his boys were disciplined. Like I, and I, I told him that I go, I don't know how you did that, but wow. Um, and he was like, he came up and shaked my hand. And he was like, you know, to be honest with you, if I was going to lose to anybody, I'm, I'm glad it's you. And I was like, wow, I really, that, that, that means a lot. And he goes, I'm glad my boys failed. Because when they, when they, mm-hmm. uh, when they lost, uh, they were all crying. They like basically fell on the ground, and started crying. And he picked them up and mm-hmm. got them in a circle and riled, riled them up and all that. But he's like, this is a life lesson that they need to learn. And I, I was just like, man, I, I don't know. I, I want to stay in touch with you. Like, I don't even care. Like, if we want to go out and have, like, a, a beer once a month, like, let's do that. But, and I just kind of sounded sound like a bromance. But at the same point, like, this man understood what it meant to fail and how important it is to fail, especially at, at a younger age and what that does for the development of a kid. Mm-hmm. I, that's why coaching is so important. I don't know. Definitely. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I think it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think the greatest basketball player of all time went to eight straight finals <laughs> and only won three of them. You, you have to learn. You, you have an you gotta be learn yeah. to be great. Yeah. You've got to learn to be great. Yeah. You've got to learn to have it all come crash down, wake up the next day and figure out to make it happen again the next year. Yeah. You don't give up. No, this is right. Now that, that is one argument halfway through it. Try to do something else. (laughs) (laughs) Ongoing debate. I will give you that. He does. He did fail or he does fail more than Michael Jordan. (laughs) Michael Jordan was just a genius in himself. Um, and, it's and, a weird thing to say it that way, but yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but uh, I, I can appreciate what, what you're saying because um, you haven't seen LeBron stop. You have not seen him no. stop. He's going to continue to try, and that right there is respect, 100%. Like, right, because that longevity, yeah. the mental fortitude and toughness to overcome especially when you're a professional and you're all on the TV and shit yeah. to overcome the negativity, wake up the next day, get right back to work, focus on your body, focus on your mental health, be an athlete, be a leader, do it again. Yeah. You know, Michael Jordan was just trying to be like the best athlete of all time. You know that, right? He was, he was just following the footsteps he's of Bo Jackson. Yeah. He was trying to be Bo Jackson. Was, he was like an asshole. Yeah. Oh, Bo Jackson. <laughs> Bo Jackson, the best athlete. Of all time. And I'm going to say that with 100% uh, feeling that yeah. I am right. But 
I like that. I think you and I went back about this. We kind of, I thought we like led to like people who do like decathlons and shit. Yeah, there are those, but can they take a hit? Can they hit a baseball? Like, you know what? Yeah. The, the skill it yeah. takes to hit a baseball at a hundred miles an hour. Like, yeah, I mean, that's pretty darn cool. Like I, I think it, yeah, uh, the, it's pretty the, impressive. The decathlon is a huge athlete and they do multiple events, obviously 10 events. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but I want to see a decathlon go into a team sport. It, that's correct because the, I know. And I think we were like talking about coaching and team, like team is a big aspect. I think it like being on a team will make you better in a work environment. Yeah. Now, not everybody has that opportunity, so right. but it teaches good behavior and how to work with others. Yep. Um, and that's a funny, that's an interesting thing because my brother was a swimmer, and it's sort of an isolation thing. Yeah. You know, he was competing against himself, and that it's pretty weird. And swimmers are odd ducks. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, where's the pressure coming from? Who are you saying good job to when you did it together? And yeah. I, I think it's weird. Well, yeah, decathlete like those athletes, they are solo competing against themselves. They live in their own head. Yeah, um, they can't do the same things necessarily. But Bo Jackson probably wouldn't have beat them in this is in true. The long run. This is true. No, yeah, you're right about that. Maybe a sprint. Bo Jackson was an yeah sprint. I don't know. Maybe Bo Jackson. I mean, Deion Sanders. He was really fast. Oh, Deion Sanders. To this day, Deion Sanders is. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of his stuff. Uh, he actually has a podcast called 21st and Prime, and he goes down some deep holes. But, um, man, he's he's an amazing coach. Like, that guy. I know. He's done really well, but he's also a little off his rocker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it takes a little off the rocker <laughs> to be a good coach sometimes. I think, at that I think level. you're right. At that level, yes. At that level. Yeah. Right, because the other thing, like, I mean, I was just listening to something about football coaches and general managers mm-hmm. and co- we were going to talk about work-life balance in this podcast. I don't think, that's <laughs> well, happening. I don't think it's happening, <laughs> but they don't have that. No. If you're like a professional, that's like, you're going to be working all the time. Yeah. And that's, and a, that's what that job is. That's exactly what that job is. You know, um, I had the opportunity, my younger brother started getting into high school football coaching in the area and he was doing it uh, as his main main career, and dude, he was working in in the high school coaches area with uh, as a coordinator. He was an offensive coordinator. He was working twelve, thirteen hour days, like almost seven mm-hmm. days a week during the football season. Mm-hmm. And then out of football season, mm-hmm. it was like he was you know had to be in the gym with the boys and had to like do all this prepping preparation and go mm-hmm. into these you know camps to learn how to coach better and more effectively and all this mm-hmm. stuff. It's you hear coaches talk about it. Like I hear most frequently, I hear like NFL coaches talk about how they just they're not near their families for you know nine months out of the year. And yeah, bad dads. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean the the toll that takes on your family is is mm-hmm. like you might as well not have a family. I, that's sort of harsh, but like at a certain point, like you're you're you're. It all, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to speak for these people because, you know, these people probably love having their family, but like it's a career and it's bringing in. They probably make an millions. agreement with their partner. Yeah. Obviously, they're like, hey, you know who I am, right? Yeah. You down for yeah. this ride? That's like, a good point. Yeah, that's that's tough. 
that's the best thing to do about it. Like, you're just like, you know what you're signing up for. Hopefully you have that kind of relationship. But yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, like things change though, you know, people yeah. change and, and, uh, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. And I think that if you have that conversation in the beginning, that's a real, real smart mm-hmm. thing to do. I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> we just went down a, a whole trail of, uh, fun stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you've got, it's Matthew, your, uh, what is this? Zoom. So your Zoom thing says Matthew F where yes. at gmail.com. So you already, that's, that's you're just kinda, missing the M. I know. Well, that's, and that's can because you, can I, you do something about that. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me work on that. Um, like my tattoo is MFW. And so that I have a, that tattooed yeah. on my body. And then, you know, people started being like, you know, I did that primarily because of what people called me in high school. And then it just kind of translated and, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll do something about putting that M in there. <laughs> let's start like rapping and you've got a name already. Uh, there it is. <laughs> well, uh, you. <laughs> I'll co- uh, we'll come out. I'll br- we'll bring out. We'll break it out. You got me a. <laughs> listen, you got me a dope album for my birthday. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I haven't even scratched surface on that. Pardon the pun, but um, I hooked I hooked it up over the weekend, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> this!" I want to hear those beats. It's too. incredibly, yeah. dude. The sound yeah. is incredible, and I hear the I've never heard that album on vinyl before, and it's it's a hundred percent different. I bet it's hitting. Yeah. It is hitting, yeah. and it sounds yeah. it's so crisp, and it's just yeah. yeah the things uh, I, I look forward to playing with that a lot, but. Yeah, I mean we have we have something. We got a DJ. We, we got do. some microphones. We got, we got some lyricists, <laughs> we got the lyricists over, here. over here. Like, come on now. All right, and we are middle-aged white men. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, but that never White's. stops. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right, dude. We're 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 sitting at 41 minutes. This is uh, yeah. the, I told you, dude. We could talk about anything. I love it. Anything. Good to be back on the mic with you, dude. Uh, I know it's been, we were like, was it two weeks off there? Yeah, about two weeks off. And that's okay. I think we need to take breaks every now and then, or people probably might get sick listening to us. So I don't know. <laughs> I think we're off next week too, because I'm out of town. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we're off next week. If anything, it'll be a solo show. But um, I told Jack I'd bring him on. He could talk about his championship. I like to do that with the kids. I did it with Maddie with, oh, with track and, you know, yeah. so that's fun. Um, Bill Simmons would bring his... He would some brings his kids on every once in a while. One is interesting because his, like, his daughter was like, it was like I don't remember what he called it, but it was like a teen perspective of current, kind of important pop culture. Oh, really? You know, and I never I listened to it a little bit. I, I I wouldn't say that I'm too into that, but it was just nice to hear someone a pers- perspective of someone who's in it. Yeah. And what it feels like to be in school. That's interesting. When you're in it. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. I mean, I might give that a listen. I've seen his podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. So I'm going to, I'm going to get on that roll. It's, it's a sports stuff. I don't know if it, like, there's things that you might like about it. the most recent one with Chuck Klosterman, which I've read Chuck Klosterman and I like it a lot. But yeah. when those two talk, it's awesome. They kind of do what we do about anything. Yeah. And, they did some conspiracy chatter. They, they you know, it was just some great stuff. That's good. I like that. I like that. All right, buddy. Well, um, I'm sure I will see you tomorrow, but, uh, formally have a great 
great uh, vacation, and uh, we'll be back yeah. on the mic. What two weeks? From yeah, now? so two weeks. Yeah. yeah. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Good night.